0: Hello and welcome to another episode in the summer edition of Ithaca Now. I'm your host and WICB News Director Himadri Sait. In tonight's episode, correspondents Vidanta Kauri and Jordan Brooking talk about AAPI history in the Ithaca area and dive into the diverse AAPI cultures here, some of which have been present for centuries, taking root all the way back in the 19th century. In the 19th and early 20th centuries, The majority of Asian representation in Ithaca could be attributed to students at Cornell. The Alumni Directory of Cornell from 1908 lists 53 Japanese alumni, 37 Chinese alumni, 26 Filipinos, 16 Indians, and 1 Korean. By 1922, students from even more diverse AAPI heritage started to make their mark in Ithaca, with students joining Cornell from Java, the Malay States or Malaysia, Siam or Thailand, and the strait settlements that are today Singapore. AAPI presence in Ithaca grew tremendously starting from the 1970s, especially during and after the economic boom of the 1990s, a time that saw the influx of a large number of immigrants from different Asian countries, as well as that of refugees from countries like Myanmar. You can find more information about AAPI history and presence in Ithaca at thehistorycenter.net and listen to Vedanta Kauri and Jordan Brooking right now.
1: In the summer of 2020, we interviewed the Ithaca community about Black Lives Matter as people across the globe called for solidarity and demanded police accountability, a movement that continues to this day. These interviews were a part of ICTV's summer interview series, which can be found on ICTV News' Facebook page. This summer, we decided to talk to members of the Asian American Pacific Islander community, who have been subjected to heightened discrimination and hate crimes during the COVID-19 pandemic. While the pandemic led to a surge in hate crimes against the Asian community, this culture of scapegoating, oppression, and marginalization has been decades and generations in the making. Through this series, we hope to explore the many diverse voices of this community within the Ithaca area. I'm Jordan Brokang.
2: And I'm Vedan Thakari.
1: In today's episode, we are going to explore the many rich and diverse cultures of the Asian-American Pacific Islander community located right here in Ithaca. To start, we'll focus on one of the most crucial and major focal points of the community, the local colleges. When Cornell University opened its doors in 1865, the school became one of the earliest sources of Asian culture in the town. Most of the Asian population across Tompkins County can be traced back to the university as students. The college's first Japanese student came to Cornell in 1870, and the first Japanese student to graduate from the school graduated in 1876. Other members of the Asian American Pacific Islander community followed soon after, but one of the university's most prominent alumni was Hu Shi, dubbed the father of the Chinese literary renaissance. She was a novelist and served as president of Peking University in Beijing, China as well as a Chinese ambassador to the U.S. during World War II. Following Xi, in the 20th century, the AAPI community of Cornell and Ithaca as a whole began to grow and continues to grow to this day. The school now offers degrees in Asian Studies and China and Asia Pacific Studies and has a variety of student organizations pertaining to the AAPI community. Ithaca College also has a minor in Asian American Studies which Hana Cho spoke about in our first episode of Asian at Ithaca.
3: I wouldn't say it's very popular. Um, there, I, there's like just a handful of people who are in that minor. But to be fair, um, we only recently uh, got uh, Wendy Yamashita on our on board, who is our Asian American Studies, um, you know, advisor, um, and she is our Asian American Studies professor. Um, she only joined in. 2018, I wanna say, um, or 19. Um, And before her, um, when I believe it was Dr. Nguyen, uh, he left in that that one year uh, gap between um, the two professors, there was, we had a interim professor and he was a white man from Cornell who, wasn't even majoring he was like a graduate student and he wasn't even majoring in Asian American studies he had like a minor like a linguistics minor in Japanese or something um and so yeah that made me very that did not give me hope for the Asian American studies minor then but um Wendy has done great things for our program and she does a wonderful job unfortunately we she will be um leaving IC. So I am keeping an eye out for how IC proceeds with this to fill the void that she has left behind, and also to fill the void of um, Dr. Salazar, who was our um, Native American Indigenous Studies professor, who also left um, in the midst of the pandemic. Uh, Students, um, you know, basically had to fight for the minor and, you know, prove to the school that there is a demand for it and that it's important that it be taught, that Asian American studies be taught. Um, so it has a history of you know, student activism and like fighting the institution to become even a thing. And I just hope that going forward that it will continue to thrive and improve The Dalai Lama also gave a
1: ceremonial cated scarf to former Ithaca College President Emerita Peggy Williams in 2008. He also visited Ithaca in 1979 as part of his first ever trip to the United States. To learn more about this and other cultural histories that occurred within Ithaca's educational system, you can find more through the History Center of
2: Tompkins County. Since 1992... Ithaca has also been home to the Namgyal Monastery Institute of Buddhist Studies, which is described as the North American seat of His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama. This monastery provides Western students a chance to study Tibetan Buddhism in a monistic environment. It also serves as a cultural center for Tibetan and Buddhist refugees in Ithaca. Currently, the monastery hosts the Tibetan Association of Ithaca and the annual Tibetan Cultural Day. Most recently, in 2016, the 14th Dalai Lama chose Ithaca as the site for a new international center for Buddhist studies. This center will be called the His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama's Library and Museum. It will be built inside the Namgyal Monastery Institute's and will contain the artifacts, teachings, and literary works of all 14 Dalai Lamas. Yes. In 1997, Sivale and Amy Som Chan co-founded the Ithaca Area Asian Association, which is known today as the Ithaca Asian American Association, or IAAA for short. Siphalay moved from Laos to Ithaca in the aftermath of the Vietnam War. His wife Amy was born in Taiwan and lived in the Dominican Republic and New Jersey before moving to Ithaca. The IAAA has various events in the community, such as the Lunar New Year Celebration and the Finger Lakes International Dragon Boat Festival. IAAA also co-hosts and co-sponsors the Ithaca Dragon Boat Club and the Ithaca Pan-Asian American Film Festival. Ithaca now covered this festival in further detail in 2015. To hear our past coverage of the Ithaca Pan-Asian American Film Festival, head on over to our website at WICB.org or search WICB on SoundCloud. We also wanted to focus on the India Community of Ithaca, which consists of Ithacans with a connection to India. This community's mission is to promote cultural awareness, social connections, the sharing of knowledge, and community service, having provided relief efforts during hurricanes Harvey- Irma and Maria. To promote Indian culture, the India community of Ithaca has hosted Bollywood screenings, Independence Day celebrations, holy celebrations, Diwali parties, and performance events for Bhangra. Bhangra is a folk dance that originates from Punjab and emerged as a way to celebrate the harvest season. The organization also promotes performative work such as the annual cultural festival called Art of India and a one-woman show called Muttaland, that's M-U-T-H-A-L-A-N-D. It's about culture, identity, spirituality, and sexuality in Indian communities and has been performed at various locales, including Ithaca College in 2017. Lastly, the India Community of Ithaca also promotes lectures about Indian democracy, Indian art forms, and India's higher education system.
1: And that does it for this episode of Asian in Ithaca. We'll be back with a full episode next Sunday at 7pm, focusing on APR religious organizations across Ithaca. I'm Jordan Broking.
2: And I'm Vedanta Kari.
1: And thank you for listening to Asian in Ithaca on WICB.
0: That's all for tonight's edition of Ithaca Now and Asian in Ithaca. You can find all of the episodes for Asian in Ithaca, stories of race, culture, and identity, and other stories on WICB.org. The full list of resources for API action and education will also be available on our website. That's WICB.org. We're open to feedback and ideas. Feel free to reach out to us at news at WICB.org. All of the music from Ithaca Now's intro and outro comes from Dr. Dundee of Louisville, Kentucky. Follow WICB on SoundCloud and subscribe to Ithaca Now to hear full shows anywhere, anytime. Also subscribe to the latest to hear our daily newscast every weekday. To search WICB News Presents on your favorite podcast app. For more updates throughout the week, follow WICB News on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The series is made possible by producers Lydan Thakauri, Jordan Broking, Emily Hung, and myself, and editor Jay Bradley. Special thanks to Manager of Television and Radio Operations Jeremy Menard, WICB Station Manager Connor Hibbert, and Programming Director Lou Barron for their support and assistance. We'll be back with a full episode next weekend talking about AAPI religious presence in Ithaca and more. I'm Ahmadri Seth and thank you for listening to Ithaca Now on WICB. Wishing you all a great week ahead.